Okay, okay. Um, welcome back, everybody. Uh, playing the field is back up and in business here. Uh, we've made a few adjustments. Um, obviously, Ricky is not with me, and Ricky probably won't be with me for a while. Ricky is back in California. Um, our college days are now done. So we are apart from one another. So I will be taking the shows um, from here on out. We're going to change the format a little bit. So it's going to be mostly 20 to 30 minute uh, podcasts. And then we are going to add a video portion. So that's what we're doing right now. This is the first day we get a new microphone. We get a new phone and we're filming on. Um, so we're going to be doing a, a YouTube channel as well. So if you if you follow our podcast, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, and if you, you know, if you're on the YouTube channel, vice versa, subscribe to the, follow the podcast. Um, we'll be available everywhere. Um, so hopefully we can get this thing rolling consistently. What I plan to do is I plan to get shows up Tuesdays and Fridays. I want to do a Tuesday kind of NFL reaction day where I can react, and that's that's what I'll be doing today. And then on Friday, I'll talk NBA and then upcoming upcoming stuff for NFL. Um, and then of course, as you know, MLB and these things work into the picture here, um, we're gonna we can change it and adapt it and whatnot. But um, we can break right into it. Uh, I appreciate all you guys for uh, for all your patience and then waiting for this long. I know we took a big hiatus there. We had to figure ourselves out. We were moving around. We were getting sorted. But I do, int- I do intend to keep this going. I think it's really fun. I think it's awesome. Um, so without further ado, let's get on with the show. Uh, and I think there's this is really the perfect place to start, right? The bulk of the NFL playoffs uh, to pick it back up. We had a lot of games, a lot of great games. My beloved Patriots have taken a massive, massive defeat here in Buffalo. So we'll get to all of it. Um, what I plan to do is I plan to play a little game. And it's called roster management. So what I want to do is I want to uh, take all of the of games that happen and the losing teams, and I want to uh, determine whether or not this uh, the you know the loss of the game was a result of the roster or the management. Um, and then we'll talk about whether it was a general win or loss to even be in that situation. Um, so we'll we'll take them in order here. Uh, we have a lot to go through. Um, I first of all I I like. I like this divisional round. I think the I think the extended playoffs is better. I think it's more games. It's more fun. What I don't like is that there's only one team that gets a bye. I think, um, I think they should extend it even more. I think they should get one more team in the playoffs. I, th- I think it was a little ridiculous. We can talk. We'll talk about this later. But I think it was a little ridiculous how the Pittsburgh Steelers are in the playoffs, the Eagles are in the playoffs, Raiders are in the playoffs, and not the Chargers. You know. So I think if you're going to extend it, you should maybe extend it one more. Still give two teams buys. And add another game. I think that's the way to go here. Um, but I, I gotta say, even though they were, even though they were not close games, these games were not great. Most of these were blowouts. Uh, in fact, all of them were kind of blowouts. There was two games that got close at the end. Cowboys made a run at the end, and the Raiders made a run at the end. But by the first half, I think everyone kind of know who, who which teams were winning here. So that, even so, I'm saying that I still had fun watching them. I think it's a good move. I just think there should be two teams. The one and the two should get a buy. I think that's a big deal. Um, so let's get into it. So Raiders Bengals, right? So this was an interesting game, and I have to say, um, 
The issue here is clearly clearly the roster. I mean, clearly the roster. There's no need, not even a debate here. Um, but I have to say, that is an absolute win. Absolute win if you're the Las Vegas Raiders. Being in this situation, right? I mean, they that team had been through so much this year. Between Henry Ruggs and his DUI and Josh Jacobs and, you know, and his stuff with girls. And then you got John Gruden and his racist comments and or whatever it was. Um, his, his leaked emails or whatever. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that went down here. A lot of change happened in this locker room. They switched coaches. They lost their wide receiver one, essentially. Darren Waller got hurt. I mean, there was a lot of things that went wrong with this team. And um, I think it's an absolute win that they were in this situation. And I think it was an even bigger win that they were in that game. I think I think you can say a lot about this team. I mean, this team, it, it doesn't have the roster. It really doesn't. I mean, I would like to, There's no way that this is a management failure. I mean, I thought Mike Mayock, <coughs> as Derek Carter stated, had a really good performance kind of keeping it all together and keeping them in winning form and everything. I thought that was an incredibly impressive job. Um, I, the roster just isn't good enough. I mean, you have, you have one weapon with Darren Waller really. And then you got Hunter Renfro and you know, no one really of significant value. What was encouraging for this team is that Josh Jacobs started to look more like the Josh Jacobs of old, which was really good. You don't want to see him decline. Um, so that was really good. I, the, the defense, there's just nothing about this team. They don't have many elite players, really. And obviously, you need elite players to win. I'm Like, Henry Ruggs had the potential to do that, and now he's gone. So you you got to go out and you got to get another wide receiver, I think. And then I think you got to invest heavily in the offensive and defensive lines because I think that's where they got beat a lot this year. You were, you were able to run on them, and you could throw on them. I think a lot of work on that defense needs to be done. This team did not have the roster. But I have to say, what what a performance by Derek Carr to keep fighting. I mean, there is, I don't think there is anybody in the NFL that has this much persistence than Derek Carr. I mean, the guy, he's not the most talented guy in the world. He's not gonna, he's not a pinpoint passer. He can't necessarily run through a defense like some of these genius quarterbacks can do. But he does not quit. If there's one thing that Derek Carr does, he does not quit. And it happened in the game, and it was a microcosm of the season. I mean, this the team had faced so much adversity, and they step, still kept punching their way through to wins and um, getting themselves in games. And I, it was the it was the the game here was the perfect example of that. The team kind of rallied. They were down, and then they come back, and then there's a shot to win the game at, or tie the game at the end. And they come up just short. I, but I thought that was a great story. I also thought it was great that Cincinnati gets their first win in forever. I mean, good for them as well. I think they're they're an interesting pick coming up as well. Um, but absolute win for the Raiders. Good job getting there. Now let's look to get some talent. I, I personally thought OBJ, OBJ should have gone to the Raiders. Um, I thought that would have been the coolest matchup. Deshaun Jackson doesn't really cut it. I, I like the addition, but he, he you know, we he can't be the wide receiver one at his age. It's just not going to happen. So, um, but but huge win for the Raiders. Clearly a roster issue there. I would keep I would keep Mayock for the next season to see what he does. Um, keep the core intact there and see if you can build on it. Great year. Patriots Bills. 
this I could probably talk for 15 minutes, but uh, that is a loss. That is a loss for the year. And it actually has more to do with the management. And I did not think I'd be in this situation with Bill Belichick as the coach, but it needs to be addressed. Like, the Patriots this year were 9-4. and four, And something happened in that bye week where players got disconnected or, you know, there was a there was a disconnect between the players and the coaches. Something happened. Ever since the bye week, the team was completely different. And it, it, it's almost weird. It's like the, the season went in segments where the Patriots were 2-4 and four to start the year, barely beating the Houston Texans. And then they won seven straight, getting them to 9-4, and four, completely different team. And then it's almost like after that bye week, they went back to not... Uh, to, right back to their default of eh, half, you know, half-assed effort, just lazy defense. What was what was interesting about this team is that the offense kind of stayed the same. The offense was steadily like okay throughout, which is a a reason for hope. But I think with the amount of money the Patriots have spent, uh, you know, drafting a rookie quarterback in the first round and being at number one in the AFC at some point this year. This is this is a loss. I know that they were seven and nine last year, you, but you should have been significantly better this year, and you were only really three games better. Really, I mean, that you went from seven and nine to ten and seven. You spent all that money, you max out the cap. Um, you went seven and nine to ten and seven. Now, there is there is room to improve on that. I mean, Mac Jones looks decent, look like looks like a solid quarterback, which is very, very good news. You did not throw away that first round pick, which is big. Um, however, I worry about the team's ability to maximize him because we know Mac Jones can win with a lot of talent around him, but I don't know if he's the kind of guy that can go out and, and elevate players to the next level here. Like, take mediocre stars. And, and you shouldn't even be asked to do that in your second year. So I'm worried because we got some good additions, but now we're kind of maxed out on the cap, and we still have issues. So I think what this team really needs to do is they need to get a solid wide receiver, a really, really good wide receiver if you can get your hands on one, whether that's through trade, whether you try to save up cap by cutting players, trading players, whatever you do. And try to get in the market for a free agent or draft one. You gotta find a way to get a wide receiver. Because as much as I loved the play of Kendrick Bourne, um, Nelson Aguilar was a complete bust. Complete bust. Johnu Smith was a complete bust. These are horrible signings. These guys are getting paid way, way, way too much money for what they're giving out. Even on that pick that Mac threw in the playoffs, Nelson Aguilar is running down the field. He has no idea where the ball is. Micah Hyde's tracking that ball better than Nelson Aguilar, and he's the wide receiver. I mean, you cannot have that. So I don't know what happened to him. I know he had issues with drops and stuff going in. I wasn't thrilled with the signing at the start, but man, did he not pay out. And Jacoby Myers is a good wide receiver too, but he's not at all a wide receiver one, right? So you have to address that. You have to address that. The offensive line was pretty solid for the Pats. Um, But there's there's... Getting back to the management issues, right? You have a clear disconnect. Players shut down this year. And that's just the truth. Like, 
you can't go from beating the Bills 13 to 10 to in the playoffs seven consecutive possessions of touchdowns. That's I mean that's just the defense just didn't even show up and it makes me think that they resent I think what well, what probably happened here is Bill Belichick handed Steve Belichick his son the reins to the defense and I think that the defense had trouble like getting coaching from Steve Belichick. I mean, I would too, right? Bill Belichick's the one that... We all know why Steve Belichick has his job, right? We all know that. Um, and you got Gerard Mayo that's in the mix, but the players don't really know who to listen to. So I think what happened is probably Bill was more running the defense to the middle part of the year and then turned it over to Steve Moore at the end after the bye, and I think that could be a reason. And then the other thing to think about here is the weird amount of special teams errors the Patriots were making. Right, you have that special teams coordinator there. That is, I mean, he's like from a community college or something, and Bill probably just doesn't want to pay him. Doesn't want to pay a guy. But my God, did the Patriots get burned on this stuff this year? I mean, lining up over the punter, just stupid, stupid crap that the Patriots never do. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but this has to be cleared up. I think the roster is solid. I worry about their cap issues, but I think the roster is solid. You should have been you should have been better than you were, um, especially with Mac Jones entering his second year. You definitely should have been better. You definitely should be better next year as well. You need to fix up some of the parts of that defense, but my God, you need to fix the issue with the effort because it was bad. So I give that a management issue um, and and a, and, a, and a loss. I think there is a win. The win is that Mac Jones looks solid. It's a big win. But as a year, that's a loss. Uh, Chiefs Steelers. Okay, so eh, I I kind of think this is a loss. I I think the Steelers honestly should have been better than this. And I know that that's shocking to a lot of people, um, because Big Ben did not look good. But I don't really, I don't really blame Ben. I, like. I didn't think Ben was that that bad to the point where, you know, you're tying games to the Detroit Lions. I mean, there's a lot of moments this year where this team was looked bad, looked bad, and they squeaked their way into the playoffs. Probably should have been there. Ben even said it. Um, but what's weird here is the massive drop in the defensive production. Massive drop. They were a top five run defense. Last year, top 10 pass defense. Um, and now this year, they're bottom five for run defense. I, th- I think I'm going to fact check myself. Um, but I'm pretty sure the Steelers dropped to bottom five in this category, which is a... I, I don't understand how that happened because they had roughly... Yeah, there they are at 30. So they're a bottom three run defense in... Uh, rushing yards per game. So they are now a bottom three defense. Something's off, right? You have TJ Watt. You have Devin Bush. You have Cameron Hayward. I know he wasn't necessarily healthy. But you got Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick. Like, you got all of these stars. And offenses were just kind of running a rough shot over you. The issue there is, I mean, that's that's also management, right? I mean, it has to be management. Whether it's the D coordinator, I don't know what's happening, but just like the Patriots, the defense and the coaching were not on the same page, and you have talent, just like the Pats. The Pats have 
had Judon, they had J.C. Jackson, they had McCourty, Hightower. They have talent, but there was a disconnect. And there was a significant, significant drop in production that you really can't see. I mean, if you have... How can you be a bottom five run defense with like the best pass rusher in the NFL besides Aaron Donald? How is that possible? I, I mean, that's clearly, clearly a management issue. You have to do something in, in, in the offseason to address that. Because I, I know everyone like says Big Ben was terrible. Big Ben is Big Ben. Like He's been the same way for the last three years. He looked a little slower, a little rougher this year for sure. But Najee Harris had a great year. Like They're run first. They have a slew of wide receivers. They should have been a little bit better than this. I wasn't saying the Steelers were going to win the Super Bowl with 39-year-old Ben Roethlisberger. But I think you could have done a little bit better than this. Tough matchup as well. I'm not saying, you know. They lost to the Chiefs. Everyone loses to the Chiefs. Not a huge deal, but you should have been better than what? 8 7, 8 7 and 1. What, I thought you should have been better than that. I, I think you're better than the Ravens, honestly. Bold take, but. Um, Buccaneers versus Eagles. Okay. I think it's a win. I think. Um, I, I don't think anyone was really expecting the Eagles to win that game. And I think they. Uh, they made it close. I, I, the reason I think it's a win is because this is really Jalen Hurts' full year as a starter. Um, for, is it his first full year? I'm not entirely sure. It's either his first or second full year, which means if you have a quarterback that is doing this, getting himself in the playoffs, putting up numbers. Um, let me see here. Yeah, yeah. So first, first full year. I mean... There's not a whole lot to complain about. And that's this is a clear roster issue to me. Clear. I mean, uh, there were some elements which suggested a really some really bad coaching. Like some really bad coaching. Like Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski on play action and uh, on that play in the end zone was wide open. The best tight end probably in the league or third, you know, top five tight end of all time is just sitting wide open in the end zone. I mean, I, I didn't understand that one. Um so there are some issues there, but um, I th- I do think it's a win. I, also, there's not a whole lot of weapons for Jalen Hurts. I, I think the offensive line, if they're healthy, is good. I don't think they were this year. Um, but Devonta Smith was kind of like only okay. And um, they had some role guys that just, um, what's his name? I forget his name. Wide receiver two completely dropped off. Um, I'll find his name. Uh, Dallas Goddard looked pretty good. It's clear that he, he favors his tight ends there. Um, Jalen Rager completely dropped off. Did not look did not look good at all. Um, they traded away um, Zach Ertz, which made no sense because then because then they started running more two tight end sets and running the ball more. I, I mean, there was a lot of moves that made that, that didn't really make sense. So that I think you got to get him. Some more weapons here. Um, whether it's a younger offensive line, because their offensive line's getting old, and that's going to be an issue. Um, so I think you need to get a little bit younger. You've got to really help out the defense. Because um, the defense has, I mean, they have Fletcher Cox, and they got Darius Slay, and after that, I mean, the, the defense wasn't showing you a whole lot. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of work roster-wise that can be done in this team. I think the coaching was was. Pretty good. I think there was uh, some moments 
where the team looked confused. But, I mean, you lost to the Super Bowl champions. Okay, you know, okay. I'll take it if you're an Eagles fan and you got a second-year quarterback in the league that looks pretty good. I'm good there. All right. Cowboys versus 49ers. I mean, this one's pretty obvious as well. Loss. Clearly a loss. Um, your home team, the better record. Probably the better team on paper. Still can't find a way to win, right? I mean, this is classic Cowboys. It is kind of funny. It, is, it was shocking to me. It was shocking the amount of people that were taking the Cowboys minus the three in this game. I was I was stunned. There, there was people lining up taking Cowboys minus three, Cowboys minus three, Cowboys minus three. I, you have to, like, Mike McCarthy is just not a good coach. Like, the, the Dak Prescott run there was just such a, such a representation, such a symbolic representation of what this team was. It was like, okay, it's a good idea, but that doesn't really work in this situation. You know, that's kind of what this team is. It's like, Okay, you know, hiring Mike McCarthy, he's a vet. It makes sense. But, like, is that really the guy that's going to put us over the edge? We needed a coach that was going to take us and elevate us to the next level. And they got a guy that, I mean, really hasn't done much for the for the franchise. I mean, Dallas was a massively inflated team because of the strength of the schedule as well. Uh, the Cowboys really didn't beat any significant players during this tenure here. Um, it... It was uh, it was it was kind of funny to watch. I mean, they got run all over. And the funny thing about this game was the Niners were basically doing everything in their power to keep the Cowboys in it. I mean, everything in their power. They were up two more than two scores and were throwing the ball all over the field. They were able to run. They probably they did rush for over a hundred yards against the Cowboys and were rushing all over them like they were nothing. And then all of a sudden. They just decide, you know what? We're going to continue to throw the football against a ball hawk, high aggression defense late in this game. Like in the fourth quarter, they were doing this up two scores. I mean, it's a surefire way to give the give the Cowboys a shot. There, it was shocking, and the Cowboys still come up just short. And it just shows, like it, it really comes down to the ownership. I mean, Jerry Jones, you gotta you gotta turn it to someone who knows who really knows what they're doing and you got to let him make the decisions because Mike McCarthy like Jason Garrett hung around just hung around in this franchise they never got over a hump they never got anything never got anywhere significant really with Jason Garrett and he just kept hanging in and he kept staying in the circle and i intend this i i assume the same thing's going to happen with Mike McCarthy right he's just going to keep hanging around and they'll be 10 and 4. I mean, this is inexcusable. You have a top 10 NFL quarterback, you have a top 10 NFL running back, you have two probably top 10 receivers. <coughs> Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are legit, legit options. Dalton Schultz, you got great young pieces on that defense. And you're still in this spot where you can't beat a good organization. Like, what what is that? I mean, I'm gonna go over the Cowboys schedule just to see what significant teams they actually beat. Um, I mean, if you look at their wins, right, you got Eagles, you know, okay, they beat the Eagles. So let's start from the beginning. They lose to the Buccaneers. 
They barely beat the Chargers. They beat the Eagles, Panthers, Giants. The Patriots early when they weren't that good. Vikings, Broncos, Falcons. I mean, they lose to the Raiders. I mean, Saints, Washington. Only one win against Washington. Giants again. I mean, the list goes on. They weren't. They weren't a very good football team at all this year. They lost all the big. They really lost all the big games. I mean, I'm trying to find the legitimate big win that the Cowboys had this year. Um, I mean, the Chargers win's pretty good. I guess they were a solid team. They're not a top tier team. They're solid. Patri- Patriots. I mean, early, sure. I guess lose to the Chiefs. Lose to the Cardinals twice. There's just inflated team. You gotta you gotta find a way to make this work. You gotta find a way to beat formidable, good opponents here. You you cannot stay in this spot. But I I I'm sorry to say, Cowboys fans, I can't imagine this changes anytime soon. Um, so that's a loss. Just a loss. I mean, you were the home team. You needed to get to the second round. You've been in this situation for forever, and you still can't get it done. I thought Dak Prescott was kind of ridiculous after the game, too, trying to blame the refs. Bro, you decided to run the ball up the middle with 10 seconds left in the game. Like, stop. Just stop. Um, Rams versus Cardinals, last one. Um, Loss again. Similar situation, right? Similar situation. Not as bad, obviously, management-wise, but but I think this is management. I mean, you look at the roster, right? Top five run defense. You got JJ Watt, you got Chandler Jones, you got Buda Baker, you got names, you got guys, you got players, you got D Hop, you got Christian Kirk, who's very, very solid wide receiver too. You got probably one of the best scoring threats at running back right now, James Conner. This year, the touchdown rates that he was getting was insane. I mean, absolutely insane touchdown rate for for James Conner. Um you got a good quarterback, right? I, and and part of that's strength of the you know the team that you were playing to. I mean the Rams were a really really legit team, and you faced a quarterback that really really wanted to get a postseason win. And I'm happy for Stafford that he got that. Um, Rams, I think look, Rams are my puncher's team to kind of break through and win this thing. I think they have insane talent, and so but but I think the loss here is the way they lost. Right? It was Kyler Murray was throwing the ball over all over the field and. What that means to me is not much of a slight on Kyler Murray. It, what it really means, like he said, um, the Rams were saying that he looked rattled. But to me, that just means he looked unprepared. Like, he looked completely unprepared for what the Rams were going to throw at him that day. And to me, that's more on the coaching. I mean, Kyler Murray has won big games. Kyler Murray's a big-time player. Why did he look like an idiot out there? You know, it, to me, this is more management. They've got they got the roster. I think you, I think you can keep them together, but I think if you stay at this level, you're gonna have to make a coaching change. I would not make a player change here. I'd make a coaching change. Um, picks for the week. So that kind of sums up the um, the win losses there. Uh, so what do we got? We have four managements, two roster issues. The Raiders, Raiders and Eagles, those are clear roster issues. The rest of them, I mean, Cowboys to me is clearly management issues. Cardinals to me is probably management. I mean, you got too much talent on the Cardinals to be getting blown out in the playoff game. Um, pa- Patriots, Patriots didn't have a ton of talent. 
But, I mean, we're talking seven consecutive touchdowns. Seven possessions, seven touchdowns. That is not... At at a team that was at one point the number one team in the AFC, right? That is not a talent issue. That is a clear clear sign that players are giving up on on one side of the ball completely. I mean, they just completely threw in the towel. So that's what you got to address. Whether it's Bill taking over or Bill paying legitimate coordinators, that needs to be addressed. That's a management issue. Management issue. And, you know, maybe Bill's got to rethink his classic 3-4 base defense here and move to somewhere some, somewhere in the modern football world. But that's management. That's management. Um, roster, and then the Raiders is clearly roster. Um, the, the controversial one here will be the Steelers and the management. But I think the Steelers have, have tons of talent, too. So those are my... Uh, those are my picks for roster versus management. So now, now let's go to picks for the week. So I got some predictions for the next week here. Um, I'm not going to get to the NBA today, but I ran a little long. Uh, picks for the week. So I like the Bengals plus three and a half. Um, let me see. So it's going to be in Tennessee. I think a lot of people are thinking that Derrick Henry's coming back and he's going to be the saving grace. I really, really worry about the matchup here. Because the Cincinnati run defense has been fantastic. Uh, Julio Jones for the Titans, Ryan Tannehill for the Titans have not been fantastic. So I think that plays really well to Cincinnati's hands. And I don't, I don't think there's a particular person on the Titans that can truly cover Jamar Chase on the offensive side of the ball. I think there's a chance that the Bengals straight up win this game. Um, I know they're away, but I think they're hungry. I think they're a team. I think they're a unit. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They got a solid quarterback. I think I think Bengals are going to win this game outright, let alone getting three and a half. Now that I'm getting three and a half, give me the Bengals all the way. Packers minus six. This is tough. Uh, I, I'm going with the Packers here. I mean, just because the Packers had been consistent all year, and now Jimmy G's got this new, you know, shoulder injury or whatever. The guy's always hurt, but... Um, I I like the Packers minus the point. I think they can win this game by a touchdown. I mean, the Packers have played good football all year. They're in Green Bay. Rodgers is last year potentially. They're gonna play. They're gonna come out and play. And I don't think the the Niners are a good team and they deserve to be in the second round. But I don't think they're a match for the for the Packers, who are just a complete complete team organizationally. Um, next one is Rams plus three. <clears throat> Uh, I, I like this specifically for the three here. Um, I just think it's going to be a game. I, I Tom Brady is not going to be able to run away with this one like he did the Eagles. I mean, it's just a completely different team and a hungry team. A very, very hungry team. I don't think anyone on this Rams team has a Super Bowl. I think, yeah, Cup, Cup went to the Super Bowl, didn't win one. Odell's never won. Stafford's never won. You got a bunch of guys that are very, very hungry that want your throat. He's going to go up against Aaron Donald and the boys and Von Miller. and I mean, Von's won one. But this is this is going to be no walk in the park for Tom Brady. And they're going to take it to this team. And the Bucs are already shorthanded. They don't have... Uh, I mean, they don't have uh, Antonio Brown. They don't have Chris Godwin. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I like I think Jalen Ramsey could lock up Mike Evans. I think that's gonna be a battle all game, which basically means the Bucks are relying on Gronk. And uh, well, Gronk's probably getting tired at this point, right? I mean, the guy's amazing, but 
We'll see what happens there. I just think it's going to be a game. Gronk could definitely go off, but Stafford can throw the ball deep, and this Bucks defense, not the best at throwing the ball deep. I really do wonder who they put on Cooper Cup here. We'll see. And then this Chiefs-Bills is really, really tough. Really, really tough. I uh, at the line of at the line of two, I would probably take the Chiefs in Kansas City, but wow, it makes you think because the Bills were fantastic and the Patriots were a decent, like pretty solid team this year, and the Bills just absolutely mopped them. So I would be, I would be very hesitant to take this game in general. I would go with Chiefs just because it's minus two, but if you buy it to three or in any scenario get this at three, I would absolutely take the Bills. I think the Bills have also a pretty good shot at beating that team outright. Um, a good suggestion here, I, I can't imagine any of these games really being blowouts like the last ones. So I think a teaser here would be really smart. Get points and get some money. Uh, that's just me. Um, but I think that's going to do it. That's my reaction for the NFL. We'll try to put another... I know it's Wednesday. We're going to try to do Tuesdays and Fridays. Um... We should have another one out coming on Friday. We'll probably talk more about NBA. I'm sure there's stuff that's going on there. Um, but uh, until then, uh, Xander FS in the revamped playing the field, signing off.